What's up, everybody? Um, this will be a bit of a different podcast than usual. Chris and my schedules haven't been lining up lately. Um, we did actually record one episode, but we had technical issues, so hopefully that'll be released once we figure that out. Um, with that being said, I was uh, I was back home for a bit and was able to record with one of my good friends, Corbin, and I thought I'd put it up here to fill the void of dicks that we've left. Um, he's starting up a podcast very soon called Corbin Vision um, with myself as the co-host, so check that out once it's up. Um, this episode is is pretty rough, but uh, <laughs> eventually picks up, so I apologize. Um, yeah, either way, uh, I hope you enjoy and please welcome my friend Corbin. I'm pretty sure that's the most I've ever talked in this podcast. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Alright. Alright. I'm good. So we're still, we're not doing an intro. I mean, we can. This is the intro right here. This is the intro to the podcast <laughs> that is about, we're not doing topics, <laughs> we're just winging it, so we don't actually know what it's about quite yet. It's how the best shit comes up. Uh, I don't know how true it is, man. Think about it, because you got people like Joe Rogan, you got people like Duncan Trussell, at least these are the people that I follow. Yeah. And you don't really know what's in front of them when they're doing the recording. Because uh, a lot of the times, every, well, every once in a while you can hear them make mention of some notes that they've taken. You know, some things that they wanted to talk about. So yeah. every once in a while, man, to keep, keep the flow, keep the flow going. Like, yo, man, I heard, you know how they do pre-interviews for TV shows? Which yeah. I think is fucking ridiculous but they exist i guess it makes it, it's kind of a necessity to make good tv you know the old uh uh jerry seinfeld thing there where he was flipping out about not doing a pre-interview and then the entire interview just went off the rails i don't know if you saw that video it's a good video i have not <laughs> he will he just he has that fuck you money so he's able to do that sort of thing Whatever. I don't really care how the public views me when I'm worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Larry David's sitting at 500 million. Because his wife took half. Ex wife, I guess. It's a good way to. <laughs> it's a good way to lose 500 million dollars is to just get married. Yeah. That's a good way of doing it. This is an awesome podcast. This is my favorite podcast, actually. <laughs> so you don't you don't listen to Duncan Trussell. Um, it's a bit hippy dippy. You listen to Joe Rogan. Yep. Uh, what other what other podcasts do you keep up on? Uh, Fighter and the Kid. Hmm. That's pretty much it. Um, Smodcast. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Smith? Yeah. Yeah. 
and the No Sleep podcast, which is just someone reading stories. Oh, is that like like horror stories? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty legit. Yeah, it legit creeps me out when I'm at work alone. <laughs> oh, what's uh? Is there any any story that's particularly memorable from uh from that podcast? Uh, I guess the last one that I listened to was like about two girls after. One cup. Well, yeah. One cup. It's a horror story. In yeah. Uh, they were walking along a cornfield they go in and split up and one of them screams or something like that I'm doing a terrible job of telling you (laughs) but someone gets scared and they get lost yeah and then it turns out and then one of them turns out to be murdered oh Uh, it's a lot better when you listen to it (laughs) fair point yeah, ask me to describe fucking A Clockwork Orange, and it's not going to come out very well. Ask no. me to dis- oh, The Shining's actually a good one. I mean, hotel, dude starts going crazy, sees some twins in the hallway, there's blood, there's a labyrinth. Why the fuck is there a labyrinth? And that's the end of it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Still have to watch it, though. You haven't seen it? No, I've seen The Shining. Oh, okay. Good flick. I'm always interested in the uh, the relationship between like the the writer and the the screenwriter, you know, because you know that um, uh, Stephen King. That's yeah. his name. I I really wanted to say Stephen Hawking. I'm like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that motherfucker did not write that book, but. Uh, uh, you know, he wasn't a huge fan of the the movie because uh, apparently in the book it's a lot more supernatural. Hmm. Um, but I guess the big the big thing is um, I forget where I heard this, but someone said uh, which is scarier, ghosts or you going you going crazy, you losing your mind. Yeah, you know, something like the the supernatural. Yeah, you have no control over it. That's scary, but that's not something that a lot of people can relate to. You're losing your mind. You have no control over that. That's fucking scary. Yeah. So I I do agree with uh, the decision to to change the direction of the movie. Apparently, he liked the TV. I don't know. Have you seen that TV miniseries they did of it? How old is that? 90s, maybe. I might have to look that up. I have not seen that. How uh, how long did it run? Or like how many episodes? Not sure. I haven't actually seen all of it, but Stephen King likes that better. But then everyone I've seen, like everyone that I know that likes the movie The Shining, hates the the miniseries. Okay. They might have gone, yeah, they might have taken, like, more of the original direction. I mean, I'm just, I haven't seen any of it, so I could be totally wrong, but I would, I would guess that they probably took more of the original direction, and, uh, some people might like that, but, uh, yeah, if you like The Shining, the movie, yeah, there's nothing, 
No ghosts in there. Yeah. Just fucking some crazy shit going on. There's just enough to spook ya. Just enough to spook ya, but uh, it gets explained as it goes. Dude's just crazy. Happens, you know? <laughs> Everyone knows someone just like that guy. Goes crazy and murders his family. Yeah. You know? It's a common trait. You got a couple co workers like that, you know? <laughs> but. I would have to guess that that, uh, that No Sleep podcast is that probably any relation to the No Sleep subreddit that yeah. you know of? Is it's it straight from there. That's kind of what I figured. Is it the guy? Does the guy just like read the stories, or does he write the stories for the show like it's its own separate entity, or does he just get his content straight from other people? He gets it straight from the subreddit. Okay. But like reads it in a creepy way, puts music in the back. <laughs> it's like the uh, compared to something like Hardcore History, where he reads. Well, he, he writes out some history stuff and then reads it in an epic way, you know? Keeps you real interested. I guess it's in the same realm, just with the horror genre. Yeah. Keep you interested in, uh, I guess, shitting your pants. It's not... <laughs> I, I'm not sure how much of that I could take, you know? I think I'd rather learn, like, uh... Learn about the Earth, learn about the planet, learn about the <laughs> sea, learn about the Ice Age... Instead of shitting my pants, you know? You gotta shit your pants sometimes. Sometimes. Oh. You know those You know those types of people that a really good horror movie will come out, and you feel the need, you know? You go tell people, dude, it follows so good. Dude, the Babadook. Pretty good, you know? Not the best movie in the world, but you still want to recommend it to people because it's on Netflix. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I don't, um, I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> Why not, man? I just, I don't like horror movies. Are you, like, scared of them? No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get scared of them, I just don't like them. I don't get those people. Yeah. I don't, uh, I mean, especially with, with a lot of the modern horror, and I'm, I'm liking this, um, it's a lot less about, you know, jump scares, you know, you're gonna see them, no matter what, they're gonna be there the jump scares but uh it's a lot the horror genres come a long way and now they're they're more just movies that have a really heavy creepy vibe to it than anything else yeah um have you seen did you get around to the movie housebound not yet it's i've really, heard it's really good it's yeah. a really really good fusion between horror and comedy like it does it right the very, the very first, uh, in the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie or whatever, and, uh, there's a scene involving a statue of, like, Jesus, like, falling towards her, and then even just the very simple, just, oh, Jesus, you know, like, you get, like, a teeny bit of a jump scare in there, but at the same time, you're like, okay, these writers know what they're doing, they're doing it. That's awesome. It is that is well worth the watch. Then the um, the plot takes some twists and turns. Honestly, teeny bit confusing, but you can kind of figure it out. Um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I think, did it a little bit better 
just because they focused a little bit less on the story. They made you just not give a shit about the story at all and yeah. just, like, deal with the fact that you got these two hilarious fucking characters going through the most ridiculous circumstances. <laughs> Great flick. Yeah. They're supposedly making a second one. I'm really hoping that they, um, they're able to be anywhere near as successful with the second one as they were the first. Yeah. It's always scary with sequels. That I can see going badly. Yeah. Like, how do you do that again? Right? You don't want it to lose its magic. It's always, uh... It's always rough. Just sequels... I mean, off the top of your head, without using, I guess, like, super obvious ones like Star Wars, can you really think of, like... Well, Star Wars don't really count, because that's like a whole, I guess, straight straight sequel, you know, Die Hard versus Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 is fucking garbage, you know, like, especially in comparison. It's a fun film, but uh, can you think of, like, a really, like, a solid sequel that was as good as the first? Or uh, close? Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Even better than the first one, in my opinion. I might have to take that. It's been a little while since I've seen the two, so I can't really compare them, but uh, I can I could possibly see it with that series, just especially Arnold Schwarzenegger doing his thing. That's the only one that really comes to mind. And it's not common, but we see sequels all the time. We got the... I like Toy Story 2 versus Toy Story 3. You just put the storyboard side by side and it's the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the third one, but... It was just the second one. Yeah. And then there's really going to be a fourth one. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and then they had the, like two TV specials in between that. I don't know if you saw those. Uh, did not go out of my way to find them, actually. Yeah, they're not that great. I'm not surprised. Although one of them's a Halloween one. It's kind of cool. Oh, what about, uh... See, I don't really know if this counts, but Lord of the Rings. That I mean, I didn't like the... I personally didn't like any of them, but... Oh, uh, maybe that's just fanfare then. I don't know. They were successful, clearly. They got pretty decent ratings. Like, I feel like if I looked them up on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that all three of them would be fresh. Yeah. I enjoy all of those, but... I'm just gonna go back to the, the clerk's opinion. Just a whole lot of fucking walking. <laughs> and just a little... Boop! There goes the ring. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the last movie that you saw? Uh, we talk movies forever. Love movies. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, like in theaters or just any movie? Mm, I guess just any movie. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I 
I've been watching Game of Thrones with Megan. So I haven't watched an actual movie in a long time. Mm. Are you caught up on Game of Thrones? We have like three episodes left and then we'll be caught up. Do you, uh... Could you legitimately sit here and tell me that you like the show? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I first started watching it, people, like, made it up to be really fucking awesome, and I was kind of let down by the first episode, but then once you get into it, it's awesome. Um, But you said you don't like Lord of the Rings and stuff, so it's kind of like the same (laughs) fantasy-esque type of stuff. I, I tried. My big thing in this, you know... Everyone knows Game of Thrones well enough, so I'm not going to, like, name any names that are going to be, like, spoilers for people who die. But everyone knows that a lot of people who are important to the show, quote-unquote important to the show, are uh, R. R. Martin's just like, fuck them, and just struck dead right then and there, you know? Yeah. So my big, my, my really big complaint for the show was, uh, more than, more than likely... This really just stems from the fact that I didn't start watching it right when it came out. And you can't you just you can't avoid the spoilers, especially when it comes to Game of Thrones. Uh I mean, and to be fair, I'm gonna tell you how Star Wars was spoiled for me. Uh one of my coworkers, she walks up to me. Have you seen the have you seen the new Star Wars? Nope. And then she spoiled it for me. And she wasn't doing it to be mean. She's just not... She doesn't really think about that sort of stuff. She's just, oh, I was really upset when this happened. She thinks that she's giving you her opinion on something important in the movie. She doesn't really think about, like, maybe I didn't want to know that before seeing it. Yeah. Um, But needless to say, it's it's really difficult to avoid Game of Thrones spoilers. And just watching through it... Even though no one said, like, oh, hey, Red Wedding, here's the list of characters that die. You know, like, no one went that far for me. But, like, as I watched the show, I couldn't get attached to anybody or relate to anybody because I just knew, like, he's probably just going to kill him off, you know? <laughs> so I feel like I legitimately do believe that once the show, like, starts picking back up, they're going to kill off a main character that everyone loves and everyone's going to freak out and be like, oh my god, how could he do that? How did they kill off that character? This show was that character. And I'm just going to have to sit here, keep my thoughts to myself, but really, you didn't see that coming? You didn't <laughs> think about what happened before? I mean, this has happened before. Yeah. This is pretty obvious. <laughs> You're in an abusive relationship right now. You need to get out of it. That was my opinion on the Game of Thrones, but... Uh, I definitely do see the appeal. It's just I feel like a lot of it is pretty heavily character driven and yeah, as you said, if I'm not really into like that whole fantasy realm, there's nothing there for me if I can't get into the characters. So, uh I think that that's my own doing for not getting into the show right when it came out, but what are you going to do? Can't really go back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm happy that that a uh that I'm happy that somebody took took the risk with uh, a show like that and just said, you know, we know that the fans are not going to be very happy that we're killing off these characters, but that's the point. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for that. Apparently it was supposed to be, like, really different when they first pitched the show. Apparently it's supposed to be, like, each season's a different character. Hmm. 
That would be a really interesting watch. Like that would be more of like a like an like an experience than just a regular TV show that's just telling a story. Granted, great show, you know. Yeah, I know a lot. Some people that tried to watch it, they're like, "It's too much going on, too many characters." Yeah. I'm like whatever. I feel like I've seen a show that's done that, but I can't really place it. Or maybe I'm just thinking of a movie that like switches between or something. I don't know. It's not a new idea, but I mean, if, with things like that, if they're done right, they're done right. You know, it doesn't matter if it's been done before. Yeah. I'd be interested to see something like that. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to tell you the movies I added to my watch list today, and you're going to tell me if you've seen them. All right. Uh, oh, the the first first two on here, very possible you've seen. I got Spotlight and I got Creed. I haven't seen either of them. No? I'm, I'm legitimately... Uh, I'm, I'm just wary of seeing Creed because I don't... I'm not a fan of the Rocky series. I know this is, like, kind of more modern, but it's still boxing. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I have to give it a chance, you know? I can't just brush it off, because I don't think I'll like it. I've missed too many good movies doing that before. Yeah, I haven't seen many recent, much recent stuff. Which sucks, because I want to. They do it up, man. Just fucking download some movies on some websites that, you know, the legality of them is a little <laughs> shaky. You know, pay ten dollars a month, get your uh, get your uh, VPN all set up, encrypt that traffic so you don't get caught by the motherfucking FBI busting down your door. It's a reality for some people. Not really, but, you know, they just kind of drag you through court, which is a lot of fun. The other movie on my list was Short Term 12, but you, uh, I know that you haven't seen it, because we discussed that earlier. Um, I've actually seen it. I'm just interested to see it again. It's real good. It was on Netflix. I'm kind of hoping it still is, but... It might be. I, I remember seeing it at one point. I like search through Netflix more than I watch things on Netflix. Oh, that's one. That's that's a <laughs> a hobby in itself. Um, I used to, cause I, I pay for my VPN, and up until Netflix cracked down on it like two or three months ago, I used to be able to be like, nope, nothing's on. I guess I'll just connect through the German Netflix instead because they have a totally different selection over there. Um, the big one that I found, I can't remember if it was Mexico. It was somewhere south of the U.S. I think it was probably just Mexico. Maybe it was Brazil. Um, but they had when the uh, the Star Wars movie was, was in theaters, they had all of the other Star Wars movies oh, yeah. on Netflix. 
Uh, maybe not all of them. I only saw... Um, I swear that I saw the the first three that came out, but maybe it was only the first one. But I did not see the, the trilogy from that no one likes, you know? Um, <laughs> but I'm always super surprised by the films they have on there. I mean, like, Wolf of Wall Street came out on DVD, and it went on to these other Netflix, uh, like, overseas, but not in the U.S. You know, they waited a little while, and then they put it up. Um, but now Netflix cracked down on it, which is bullshit in itself, in my opinion. I mean, I'm paying for the service. I understand the whole copyright thing, but there's no... They, they have no legal reason to be blocking people from, uh, from doing that. I mean... Basically, I'm the one breaking the law, not Netflix. So by them like actively stepping in, it's just kind of showing where they stand on the whole thing. But I mean, their whole platform is kind of kind of already built as like an anti-piracy uh, platform. So they don't really need to be doing that. But whatever, it is what it is. Yeah. They will come when we can circumvent it. watch daredevil at all oh, if you're into the superhero thing i normally don't do superhero stuff i watched and finished jessica jones um but with daredevil i'm still very slowly working through it its ratings are through the roof i'm told by coworkers how awesome it is i'm maybe like four or five episodes in and i don't i don't feel the draw but i'm still trying to give it a chance yeah i think you probably just had it built up too much it's good, but people can talk it up like it way more than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I was putting it on when, uh, like, if I was just in the mood for something with, like, a little bit of action, because there's a little bit of fighting here and there, um, but there's also a whole lot of talking. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I see the I see the appeal of the show. I don't know why I fell in love with Jessica Jones so much. That show just, like, really grabbed me, and I really don't like superhero stuff normally, but I was really addicted to that show. You ever get around to it? Yeah, I saw that one. And then they're doing the series on Luke Cage. That guy. I want more Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um... Have you ever seen uh, Nurse Jackie on Netflix? I haven't, not yet. That show, oh my god. It's fucking... That one's a ridiculous show. Uh, the pull that it had on me, like, to just keep coming back to it. Um, just, you have... Uh, it's about a nurse, pill addict, you know, very... Uh, Lots of uh, modern commentary. I think those are probably the right words. Just on uh, that whole industry, you know, the big pharma industry and um, how hospitals deal with that sort of thing, da-da-da. But it's also a comedy at the same time. There's a lot of uh, humor mixed in there. Um, but I just, you know, you totally fall for these characters so much, and then you watch them grow, and, you know... I'm not gonna, not gonna spoil anything, but uh, they they definitely 
I was very satisfied with the ending of the show. Very happy with it. Because um, that's a really easy thing to screw up. And plus, for the show that went on that long, I want to say it was like nine seasons long. It's really easy to kind of fuck something like that up. Yeah. <clears throat> Dexter. It's a pretty good, uh, <laughs> pretty good example there for how yeah. to fuck the show up. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I had, um... It's Breaking Bad's been around long enough. Uh, well, actually, I'm not even going to say the ending of Breaking Bad anyways, but uh, um, I will definitely say the ending of Dexter's because it was so fucking bad and it's been around for so many years already that you should have already seen it, all right? Um, one of my coworkers, and he could not find the source for this at all. I wish that he could because I wanted to read more about it. Um, he said that... Um, the reason that Dexter went up, became a, a lumberjack, started fucking hanging out in the mountains, and then the show just kind of ends, he said the reason they had him do that was because they were going to have Walter White from Breaking Bad, you know, when he goes off to New Hampshire, Yeah. they were going to have him do the same thing, and they were going to, like, meet up and fucking chop down some trees together <laughs> or whatever. Whatever you do as a lumberjack. Um, now, I immediately, I was like... I'm pretty sure that's not true. I don't think that was. I don't think that was the original ending to Breaking Bad at all. Um, he did some googling, couldn't find anything. But goddamn, I would like to read. Uh, I'd like to read a little more about that, especially like if they if they had scripted that out, I would be all over that shit. Yeah, I would fund somebody to to film that. That'd be a make some fan fiction. I'm. I don't want to make my own fan fiction. <laughs> But I'm more than happy to to read it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's such a fucking weird. <laughs> like, yeah, we're just gonna have meat, even though they have nothing to do with each other in their their separate shows. But yeah, completely different networks. Yep. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't particularly buy it. Um. What is Brian? What's his last name? Cranston? Yeah. What's he up to nowadays? Just... Doing random movies, I guess. I haven't seen him in anything. He just... He did that Trumbo movie. Then he was in Godzilla. He's in something else coming up. I forget. Hmm. He's never gonna... He's never gonna be able to lose that role. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna stick with him. Especially, well, I was gonna say, because of his age, that's gonna be really difficult, but he could just keep going, you know? Like, uh, there's a lot, well, I don't wanna say a lot, but there are, there are uh, actors who, they just keep going and going and going and going. I mean, who's to say that he won't still be doing kind of the same thing in 20, 25, 30 years. You know, that generation's not going to know him as Walter White. Yeah. It's an insane thing to think about, man. Being in our, our mid-twenties. Like, <laughs> fucking 25 years from now, people being born today are going to be our age that we are today when we're fucking 50. <laughs> like, oh, it's a... Uh, 
I'm already not uh I'm already not sure about where all this this sort of thing is headed. See you you still do you still have like Facebook page and that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't fuck with any of that. That's uh it's too much for me, man. I barely use my Facebook. Uh I don't know. I just nothing nothing. Websites like uh, like Reddit, that's a really interesting one for to think about because like um, you had Dig, D-I-G-G, before Reddit, and now they're kind of a thing of the past. They still send me emails every day with like basically I think it's like five curated stories. They're they're not curated like per user, but um, every now and again I'll read them. You know, they're I feel like they're worthwhile. Every, but also every now and again I'll click on it and it'll bring me to BuzzFeed and I'll be like, fucking nope. <laughs> but um, what's gonna happen when Reddit becomes a thing of the past, or will they? You know, in in fifty years are they gonna be able to to say like, yo, we we've, we've probably been running for like what sixty seventy years at that point. Um, kind of weird to think about. I mean, Google's been around forever. They're not going anywhere. They just keep getting bigger. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you would ask me at any point in the lifetime of Google, I probably would have guessed that that was their peak, you know? They were big on, what was it, like their self-driving cars, like, years ago. That was, like, all over the place. Google and their self-driving cars. Obviously, it's still kicking around, but... That was like, oh, this is the pinnacle of Google, and now more time has passed, and they're still doing just fine. Their stock's still going up. Everyone's still happy. Um, where is it going to be in the future? Are they just going to keep growing like this? You know, I don't know. No one can predict the future. I'm, I'm really interested to see where uh, where these big tech companies end up going and what ends up happening. You yeah. see, like. Facebook buying Oculus Rift, that's a scary one. I mean, because they care about all of your personal data. They love that shit. <laughs> so, now that you're putting on, putting something on your fucking head, you know, that's, uh, they can kind of, where they're at right now, it's really just the, uh, the user agreements and stuff that are a little shady. I guess in a lot of them, uh, or, um, in the fine print, it, it specifically says, like, you know, if you and I got together and we wanted to make an Oculus Rift game, so we spend all of our time and money on it, somehow we get funded. Someone gives us funding, they fund us $5 million to work on this project. So we hire, you know, a whole team of people, we spend $5 million, and all these people spend a big chunk of their life on it. And uh, we end up releasing the game. Facebook in their fine print specifies that they can do anything they want with your content. So even though you just spent all that money making it, in theory they can do whatever they want for it. Yeah. Or with it. Which, uh, you know, a scenario like this probably would never play out, but, I mean, they could take it and then they could sell it themselves. Um... And even though I can use those words and say this will probably never happen, I don't think that we should be putting our trust in the company like that. I think that we need the letter of the law on our side 
And uh, if the letter of the law right now is, no, you, you have to follow that user agreement, and the user agreement says that they own it. So that's the end of that. Um, you also, this is a fun one, um, you're agreeing to arbitration by using it. Um, this is something that a lot of the bigger companies, um, Best Buy just did this actually, that was uh, an unpleasant day. Uh, when you agree to arbitration, basically you're waiving your right to bring them to court. Um, now apparently there's sort of some gray area in this where they're able to say, um, you know, like th for Best Buy... Well, I guess, like, for a lot of these companies, what they're doing, not just this one company, what they're saying is, uh, basically, by being employed here, you're agreeing to arbitration. So you didn't opt into it. And I, I guess, from what I've heard or read, you know, I haven't gotten too deep into it, but um, the general consensus is that if something actually does happen... Um, you, they can't really use that against you if you take them to court. Because, I mean, what are you going to do? Give up your, your job just because uh, you didn't want to sign this thing? Yeah. So, <clears throat> but still, uh, especially with something like the Oculus Rift, I would much prefer to have the law on my side instead of, uh, like, hey, man, by putting this thing on your head, basically, we own you. That's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's super cool technology, but it's behind a... Um, you're not paying with money for it at that point. You're paying with something a whole lot more, and no one sees any value in their personal information. They just give it up like it's nothing. You know? I could get it if you're, like, some uh, murderer creepo dude. You know? If if you got something to hide, um, I can see, you know, getting all pissy about it. But even the people who don't have anything to hide, I mean... Best, probably the, the, the best explanation I've ever seen for it was, like, if anyone's arguing with you the point that, you know, hey, it's no big deal just to, to let me, um, or to let them have that information, ask them if you can watch them type in their password. It's the same thing, yeah. you know? You just have to trust that I'm not going to do anything with it. So you straight up ask them, do you trust me? Yeah, I trust you. Can I watch you type in your password? Most people aren't really going to be okay with that. <laughs> um, and then the fun thing is, is uh, even if I watch you type in your password, I might not do anything with it. You you can rest assured that Facebook is definitely doing something with your information. It's a fact, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they want it? That's my uh, that's my privacy rant for the uh, for the day. I need to <laughs> get in at least a couple minutes a day. Otherwise. Uh, George Bush wins. <laughs> we need, uh, I think we need a stricter Patriot Act. We need, um, just basically if you're a cop and you see something, anybody, for any reason, that you should be able to do whatever, forever. Just take them down, shoot them. <laughs> I mean, that's like, right now we can, like, search them and stuff and, like, plant drugs on them, but no, nah, I think we should just skip all that. You know, that's 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 the way it should be. You got fucking Trayvon Martin. All right, that's uh 
that's the end of my, that. That is the official end of the of my uh, privacy rant. If I would have kept going, I would have. Uh, I think we'd we'd end up back to Hitler. Every conversation gets there eventually. If you, if you give it enough time, dude, Hitler comes up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you just brought it up, so. Does that count? There you go. I think I, that I mean, it counts. It got there. I'm not sure if it really counts, cause see, that's the that's the weird thing is just I'm always thinking about Hitler, so my conversations are just always in some way influenced by Hitler, you know. So I think compared to a lot of organic conversations, uh, you know, it's a little less a little less Hitler. <laughs> that, you know. But who wants like a Hitlerless society? Right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, right? Come on, come on. Oh, did you see that? Um, you had to have seen at least a news story or two about it. The Microsoft Twitter bot. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see after they took it down? Um, they put it back up, and it basically had like these really, really. It just the super simplistic answers, um, and you could tell that it wasn't really AI at that point, um, or even like mimicking AI. It was just your basic like, "Hey, how's it going? This is how it's going." If you use a word like "chair," it might say something about a chair, but generally speaking, it was just this very basic thing that didn't learn anything. And somehow, someone figured something out. I haven't read too much, too far into it yet, but I guess uh, for one day. The bot, uh, <laughs> the bot comes back online, um, brags about smoking weed in front of a cop, <laughs> and then Microsoft shuts her back down. <laughs> like, oh, we can't have that. <laughs> I didn't see that second part. It made some it made some good news stories because it was uh, Microsoft puts the bot back online. It brags about smoking weed in front of a cop and then gets taken back offline. <laughs> Straight into the point journalism there. I'll take it. It's always a good time. I wish that uh, they would just leave it up. I mean, because if you really think about it, that is like a beautiful example. And a very real example of what it's like to be online in the modern age. Yeah. I mean, if you have a child who's like five years old, wants to make a Twitter account, maybe you're going to think twice about <laughs> letting them do it. Because, I mean, it's inevitable. Yeah, they're going to follow, um, you know, a couple famous people or whatever. Um, maybe Bear from Bear in the Big Blue House, you know, big, big celebrity nowadays. You know, that show's probably been canceled for like <laughs> forty years. But um, I'm, you know, it's a, it's a poll. You know, um, but inevitably they're gonna they're gonna deal with the trolls. It's gonna happen. Just watched a nice video yesterday of a thirteen-year-old getting trolled by a fucking fourteen-year-old. They're doing it to each other at this point. Kids on his mom's laptop playing Minecraft, he gets pissy. No more laptop for mom. <laughs> That's the end of that. I remember being that way too with my keyboards. I don't know if I could ever do that to a laptop. 
<laughs> but um, I do actually I do remember uh, glorious display of my father's aggression towards his laptop was it fucked up one of his emails once and I'm pretty sure that he could have just right clicked and hit undo like I think <laughs> that he just accidentally deleted it yeah could have undid it uh, instead of you know punching the screen or slamming on the keyboard or yelling at it he just stood up down goes the laptop man <laughs> that's the end of that uh it still worked afterwards <laughs> but the uh the hinges didn't really keep the screen up so well i think there was a key or two missing but that was probably from previous uh usage those things used to be built like shit yeah yeah I mean, compared to something like the MacBooks now, and uh, really any uh, modern computer, like don't don't you just feel weird when you see like someone with a laptop with a missing key? Like it just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Oh my my E key comes off a little, but it's still there. Still kicking it. Yeah. This computer's a piece of shit. Screen's all cracked and shit. How old is that? Uh. Got it in 2010. Came with all my school stuff. Mm. But it was under laundry one day, and I stepped on it, and now the screen's cracked. That's always fun. You can barely see it when it's upright, though. I'm just thinking about picking up one of the original, or maybe second-generation MacBooks, because, you know, there's like 20-plus fucking generations now, but the really, really old ones can still run like a modern uh, Google Chrome, for example, or uh, I think they can also do modern Firefox. And then you're, yeah, they're not the fastest things in the world, but they'll run some applications. I mean, what I'm getting at is that these things are sub 100 bucks, and it's a laptop, and it's a MacBook, and it still can run some your basic modern stuff. Yeah. You know, it's always amazing. Uh, I used to sell, uh, well, I used to do cell phones, but I also used to sell computers, and it's always amazing people coming in. You ask them what they're going to use their computer for, and you know that they could get away with going on eBay and buying the cheapest laptop they can find, but you still convince them to spend $700 (laughs) on something they really don't need. You future-proof it doing that, It'll be a little snappier doing that, but if people could just slow the fuck down just a little <laughs> bit, just be a little bit more patient with their computer, you can save yourself a lot of money. Hop on eBay, pick up an old MacBook, put the, the newest operating system it'll take on there, which is not the newest that there is out, and you should be able to put a modern web browser on there, and the web browser should run fine. I mean... I guess I've kind of always been like that, though. I have a uh, the Amazon, uh, the the Fire, oh yeah, the little tablet there, the fifty dollar tablet, um, and it runs Amazon's piece of shit proprietary software. It works for a lot of people. I know if all you're gonna use it for is watching movies and reading books, it's fine. I wanted a full Android tablet, and I didn't want to spend fifty bucks goes on sale $35 for this tablet and it's like a half hour process to get it all rooted and get a full 
get your full version of uh, Android on there running. It's a fully featured tablet. It's a teeny bit slower, but really, if you open an app on your phone and I open it on the tablet, you're going to notice a teeny bit of a difference. Yeah. Is that difference, I mean, your phone's $700, $800. My <laughs> tablet's $35. Is that speed really worth it? I don't think so. Most people would say yes, though. Fuck that. I almost got one of those Amazon Fires for Christmas. But we do this whole Yankee swap thing, and I ended up with something else. <laughs> yeah. well, see, with phones, I, I love arguing about phones because I used to sell them. So I know the phones really well. I know... I know uh, when you're comparing generation to generation, I know how to sell people on, like, dude, this is the newest and the best. You know, you go, f like, LG, I like how they label their phones. They're so simple. G1, G2, G3, G4, and G5. <laughs> um, differences are always, screen, screen looks a little bit better. They always claim that the battery life is better. Doesn't matter if that's true. It really doesn't, because it, it pretty much never is. They always say that it's better, though. <laughs> um, camera's always getting better, just a teeny bit. Um, and the processor speed, those are always the big ones. Yeah. Um, everyone hates the proprietary software they put on there anyways, so little upgrades like that don't mean dick. Um, Galaxy series s3 s4 s5 s6 s7 i have an s5 i do not believe in the upgrade from s5 and up and i don't believe in any generation pretty much any generation after the s5 there's a few phones that are exceptions here and there but i don't see the point man all the phones nowadays are going to to no battery or excuse me no removable battery a lot of them are going to no removable storage either, but like Samsung did that with the S6. They said, no, you can't add any storage to this. And then with the S7, they're like, okay, sorry, we took that away. We'll give it back. But they still didn't give you the fucking battery back. <laughs> and it's it's insane to me that we're just accepting that like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm okay with signing a new contract every two years for this piece of hardware. And just hoping that the battery lasts those two years. Yeah. I mean, inevitably, just over a year in, it's out of warranty. The battery starts going. You can't go through the warranty. If you bought the extra insurance and the deductibles on those fucking things are $150 and up, which is, again, <laughs> this is fucking crazy for a battery, uh, then you can get it swapped out. Otherwise, you just have to deal with it till the end of the two-year contract, and you sign a new contract. I got a little secret for you. Galaxy S5. The battery costs $11. <laughs> so when the phone inevitably shits the bed, you just spend $11 on a new battery. And even if you're so broke that you can't afford that extra $11... With how they're selling the phones now, and they're worked into your bill, you know, 27 28 bucks a month, depending on the models, so upwards of like 35 bucks a month. They give you a discount on the bill, so it doesn't work out to be exactly that. But at the end of the two-year contract, or however long the contract is, that, that money drops off. So, you know, my phone was 27 bucks a month. 
now that uh, actually no mine was like 3150 a month now that my contract's up phone drops off I'm spending $31 less a month that's how I can afford the $11 battery is because I'm not signing a new contract and spending an extra $30 a month that I don't need to spend no one thinks about this because the people who sell you your phone are really good at selling you new phones. Yeah. They really want your fucking money. There's a lot of money in that business. For oh, the yeah. salespeople who work on commission all the way up to Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, all the big ones. Yeah, I know I overpaid for this, but whatever. <laughs> Do you believe the whole myth thing that they program the batteries to die at a certain point? Well, here's the the um the hard fact about the apple stuff specifically um with apple phones well okay with all phones um right around the time that the new phone is coming out um people uh the google analytics for uh that might not even be what it's called basically it's it's google's thing where you can see like Oh, uh, um, what's a good example here? Uh, fucking Tom Cruise is gonna be in this new movie. They just announced the movie. People are now searching more for Tom Cruise than they were the same time last year because, well, he just announced he's in a new movie. You're aware that he exists. Maybe you're Googling, like, you know, is he real? You know, because he could be a fucking alien. At this yeah. point, we don't really know. <laughs> um... The searches for whenever they announce, let's say G4 to G5, the searches for G4 battery or like um, uh, questions regarding like, hey, why is my battery shitting the bed on my G4? Those searches start start to go up with every single phone. Right when they announce the new model, people start searching for, uh, hey, why is my battery shitting the bed? So obviously, same thing when they announce a new iPhone, the same thing happens. But what you notice is that even though more people have iPhones, if you actually compare the percentages, a higher percentage of iPhone users are searching for this information regarding their batteries than people with any other type of phone. Yeah. So there's no, there's no way to look up like hard numbers, like what percentage of iPhones fail, uh, the battery fails versus other phones. Unfortunately, these companies don't like releasing those hard numbers, but you can draw a pretty clear picture um, from a lot of the the searches and that sort of thing. I don't think that they're hard programmed, like, yo, you're going to last a year and a half, and then that's that, but um, they have to have some sort of trick up their sleeves uh, to hide it so that we wouldn't find out. Or it could just be a big coincidence, and maybe just people who use iPhones uh, just are naturally more paranoid about their battery, or maybe they're just maybe they're the type of people that are just maybe a little bit more tech savvy, so they know to start searching online for that sort of stuff. No concrete evidence, but at least that the fact is is that more iPhone users search for that information than uh, Android or uh, even you know obviously basic phone, yeah. flip phone, fucking yeah. candy bar phones, you know, <laughs> old school, but, the, um, I will admit the nice thing about the iPhones is, uh, because they're such a popular phone, even though the battery is, 
um, stuck in there and you can't remove it normally. Um, because it's such a popular phone, someone's going to figure out a really easy way to do it. They're going to provide the tools. They're going to show you a million fucking ways to open it. Um, well, I guess one way to open it in a million different videos. Um, every angle, slow-mo, <laughs> fast speed if you wanted to watch it that way. Um, you're going to be able to figure it out, you know, versus a phone like... It's uh, a good example here. Take like... Um, Actually, the Galaxy series, I think, is... I don't know, they're getting bigger now, but I... I don't know, I'll keep going back to LG's phones, because I think their phones are garbage. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you really needed to open your G4, not a lot of people own that phone, so there's not a lot of demand to um, to do that. I'm not even sure if it has a removable battery, but I don't think it does. So, yeah, phones are a crock of shit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And actually, what I have directly in front of me here, this track phone, bring your own phone kit, that's no fucking joke, man. It is $7 a month for this service. Yeah, you're not going to be listening to Spotify when you're out on the cell phone towers. Uh, you're not going to be sending a Snapchat until you get home. You can take the Snapchat, but it won't send until you're in Wi-Fi. Um, but $7 a month versus when I talk to people and they're paying fucking... Yeah, we're getting a really good deal. It's, uh, we're paying uh, $140. Uh, it's for two phones. $70 a fucking phone a month? You could spend 10% of that if you just, you know, buy an S5, buy an S5, buy an S5, S5. <laughs> uh, buy an S5 for 200 bucks and fucking bring it to track phone. $7 a month. Real cheap. I have to do that. Although I'm on my family's plan, so that's a uh, that's my current situation is that they want me off their plan. <laughs> they want to be able to claim it as a business expense, and I guess because I'm on the bill, they can't claim the whole thing, and they're apparently unwilling to negotiate the fact that um, I'm not a part of the business. <laughs> The shitty thing is, is my phone line is it's either fifteen or twenty bucks a month, right now because everything's all paid off. So, yeah, it's gonna chunk that off the bill. But uh, yeah, that's why I'm so pissy about. Why not the uh, do Walmart's fucking uh, straight talk there? Get on their uh, shitty towers, pay forty five dollars a month for quote unquote unlimited service. It's slower than death. They'll throttle you after you hit a certain number of gigs. Uh, and yeah, 45 bucks a month, man. What's to lose? Well, 45 bucks a month is more than I'm paying now, and that service fucking sucks. <laughs> Fuck that, man. If I'm getting less service, I want to pay less money. Yeah. I wish that the people who, uh, who ran, like, um... Like the third-party cell phone stores, I wish that the people that ran them weren't all scumbags, because I would <laughs> yeah. love to run one of those places. It's very lucrative, but uh, unfortunately, with the money comes the assholes. Yeah. You gotta do. Have you looked into that? Uh, it's one of Joe Rogan's sponsors. They do that weird thing where they buy other minutes. You know the one I'm talking about? 
I know on one of his recent episodes he talked about um Google and their phone like going off of all the different cell phone towers. But they weren't one of his sponsors. Are you sure they were one of his sponsors? The yeah. Because he's always saying he's got a phone for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounded interesting, but... He keeps... He'll bring up, like, the phone, but I have no idea what service it's actually through. He's... From what he described, it's like... That company buys minutes from other companies and then he uses them and then goes off of whatever tower is closest doesn't matter what company it is oh that's well that's what google does with their service i know that much maybe i'm mixing the two but i mean it's that's nifty and honestly their price points i still think that they're the whole thing is bullshit I mean, I, I am I do have sort of that conspiracy mentality when it comes to this sort of thing where it's like they've been overcharging us for so long that now that Google's coming along and being like, hey, we'll only charge you mm, maybe 60% of what they're charging to everyone else. Everyone's just looking at it like that's a lucrative. I mean, that's that's a good deal, man. That's like that's 40% off my monthly bill. Yeah, I'll switch over. Yeah, I still think the whole thing's a crock of shit and still overpriced. But in the market, and that's the important thing, is that they're competing within that market. Um, yeah, dude, their prices are great. Uh, their prices are fucking for what they are. They're a good, good deal. They go off of any tower, so you don't have to fuss with. Uh, oh, you know, when I'm here, uh, it, you get AT and T coverage. When you're over here, you get Verizon coverage. Um, there is uh, nowhere that you're gonna get Sprint coverage and nothing else. Is it just, it's just jokes? These are just jokes, people. Um, but uh, so yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff, and your your monthly bills going down. So I can I can definitely appreciate um, that they're doing it, even though I still think that they're. I think that the average person really does not need as much as they pay for, but they, you know. I can just, I can count the number of people, uh, well, excuse me, I can't count the number of people who have come in and just been like, yeah, dude, uh, hey, how much, uh, how much data do you use? Yeah, dude, I use, I use a lot of data. I'm always, uh, I'm always doing this and doing that. Well, describe to me what you're kind of doing. And then the guy talks a little bit about it. I'll look up his account. But yeah, just as I fucking thought, you don't use any data like <laughs> people really don't have a grasp on that and people don't they don't want to think about it they don't want to have to be checking on their their account to be like oh how close am i to my six gig data limit you know like how bullshit is it like oh you're about to hit your limit you got a week left in the month you know now you're having to make a lifestyle change or else they're going to charge you more money yeah you know like it's just all a crock of shit. <laughs> Back when it was unlimited, oh man, I gave my parents hell when they're like, no, 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 it's a better deal that we got on this plan. I mean, we only use this much data anyways. And I'm like, but that's that's the point. That's how they trick you. That's how they get you. They, they, they really did not want you on that unlimited plan because the second you give it up, it's gone forever. And lo and behold, 
enough time passed and now we're here and my uh, my family is using more data than ever and we're constantly fluctuating between anywhere between 30 and well excuse me anywhere between 15 and 30 gigs of data split between three people you know yeah. if we just had our unlimited plans and it just stuck with that it would have gone a lot smoother <laughs> the thing was ting by the way ting do they do they do the same thing that, that Google uh, I'm not sure same was, general idea I didn't want to read on because I would have drowned you out <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> let's see I want to type that in Google wants to correct it to uh, are you looking for like the cause of tingling hands and feet <laughs> no dude <laughs> the random shit that that does. Database. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> like the first thing they show on the website is call for help, speak to a human. They really <laughs> just want you to call them up so they can sell you on it. Yeah. It's. I mean. It definitely could be cheaper. It could be a good deal, but you still have to get a, an experienced salesperson involved. They never want you to sell to yourself when you're on a website. Well, apparently you can speak to this sassy black woman. She looks a little sassy. Oh, they would. You gotta talk to her. I mean, the fucking CEO's an old white guy. I mean, I guess... I don't think there's really any C CEOs that are not old white guys, so I don't even need to point that out. <laughs> oh, dude, VP of customer experience. Dude's name is Ross Raider. <laughs> that guy's. That sounds made That up. guy's parents play a little too much World of Warcraft. <laughs> Michael Goldstein. He's got a weird shaped face. It's kind of like sunk in on itself. That's probably why he's so smart. He's just born a little autistic. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, he's on the spectrum, but not enough to be on, like, medication or, like, in one of those special jackets that they put you in. <laughs> I had to deal with one of those. I know all about it. It's no big deal. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good emotional, er, emotional, that's a good motivational <laughs> quote. Finger me? Yup. All capital letters, three E's on the me, three exclamation points. The username is rhymes with grape. <laughs> that's the guy's name. That's a good, uh, that's a good name. That dude's probably given a couple of hot Cosby's in his lifetime. <laughs> Think you wanna you wanna get wrapping this up? I got like another twenty minutes another, before I gotta leave. So yeah, another twenty minutes. If we got another twenty minutes of shit to talk about, uh, there's a lot of dead air in the in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What happens if you don't record another twenty minutes? 
Is it just silence? What? What? No. I'm, I'm talking move. about the shit we've already recorded. There's a lot of dead air that I'll, uh, I'll probably edit out. A lot of quiet spots. Quiet spots. Oh, more the better. <laughs> so you shoot, you shoot for a full, for a full hour long podcast. Like you try to get it pretty on the nose. Hour, hour and a half depends. We could go off on tangents. Well, by we, I mean Chris, because this is what I do. I just sit and listen pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> and then. I'll say a few words. I don't know. Even though I don't talk much, I fucking love doing this. I feel you, man. I'm thinking about starting some sort of a some sort of a solo project, but have like recurring and frequent guests. You know, Doug loves movies, for example. There was that stretch of time where on like. What was this guy's name? Uh, Jeff Jeff Tate. There was a stretch of time where he just had, like, if you played ten episodes in a row, Jeff Tate was on, like, nine of them. Yeah. Um, but he's not, you know, it's not Doug and Jeff love movies. Just Doug loves movies. And it just so happened that uh, Jeff Tate just uh, filling in a void there. Yeah. Like how Red Band is in a bunch of episodes. I fucking hate Red Band. Yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> throw that out there. I I have been considering starting up like a Twitter account um, <laughs> that is mainly directed at insulting Red Band, and I've also toyed with the idea um, when I get really fucking stoned, I can put in some work when it comes to to editing videos and shit, and uh, I'll take like getting Doug with high and I'll edit it down to only the laughs and a couple of jokes so i'm going through like an hour and a half worth of material i'm cutting it down to five minutes and why am i doing this because i'm fucking stoned <laughs> this is the only reason and i thought it would be funny and still every now and again i'll go back and i'll, I'll watch the, uh this video and i'll be like yeah it's a pretty good video just him <laughs> giggling it kind of pokes a little fun at him because there's a uh, there's one part where he's like um oh yeah you were smoking a spliff with him and then the conversation goes on. Uh, oh yeah, they they put tobacco in the in the joint. What is that called? There's a word for that. What is it called? Oh, it's called a spliff. And I'm, so I put those two clips right side by side so you can see. Like yeah, he's he's he just said the word and then he forgot that the word even existed. <laughs> like, um, but what I what I'm getting at is uh, I'm considering it. We'll see if I get around to it. But I want to take an episode that's Joe and Red Band uh, when uh, I want to pick one where it's obvious that Joe's like not happy with Red Band, which honestly to me seems like ninety percent of the episodes. Yeah, he just really doesn't like Red Band. Like the one where he's just in the background with the guests. Yeah, and it's not just the two of them. Um. Yeah, he always, he, he just, he makes it known, like, that he just has to put Red Band in his place, like, every other fucking day. Um, but I want to go in, and I want to just edit the podcast down so that Red Band is just gone. There's just no Red Band <laughs> in the episode anymore. So what I want to do, now that he's very rarely on the show, 
is if I just do this for a little while on, on like, a Twitter thing and just keep tweeting it like Joe and Redman, they have to respond to it, or they oh, have yeah. to, to, like, mention it in a, uh, like, on the podcast, just like, <laughs> he'll have Redman on and be like, yeah, you got this guy on Twitter who's, he's getting a couple of followers, he's just <laughs> removing you from the episode, like, because I know, I, I know that there, there are other red band haters out there yeah oh my god i tried listening to his podcast because but his first episode Why? his first episode was with mc chris i'm like oh uh, I'll, I'll listen to this it was fucking terrible it was like it's the worst podcast i've ever heard yeah well i'm not normally picky with that sort of shit but um i don't know he just rubs me the wrong way the jokes that he makes and shit like that like he'll do a lot of stuff that's kind of for for shock value like they'll be saying something serious and then like he'll i can't like if you ask me to to look up where this is coming from i wouldn't be able to find it but like he'll throw in like a like a rape joke or oh, like, yeah. a, like a titty joke or like you know just really uh school ground humor which is fine respectable respectable i i do it too from a like, time to time i just i like to think that i don't make the same the same face that he makes like he just he makes this face and then he looks to joe as if to be like give me some validation please daddy <laughs> like it's it's yeah it's bad oh yeah um and if it, it'd be one thing if it was like with a, another comedian but he does it with serious guests too yeah. He doesn't really turn that he doesn't really turn that part of himself off. But I don't know, like he he got the Joe Rogan experience pretty much up and running. Um, one of my buddies proved me wrong and he's like, No, like episode ten, I think it was, like Joe did his did the episode a hundred percent by himself. Um but for the most part, it's all him and Red Band. It's not, you know. Yeah. You should start something. I want to. <laughs> start a podcast, too. Huh? Should you start a podcast, too? You did? You? I said you should. Oh. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'll fucking record whenever you want. Record on Skype if you need to. Well, see, Skype's always, like, I did an episode with um, Paul, and we did for like an hour and a half, and, um, you know, part of part of the reason it didn't work out so well is I think that um, I was doing it too a little bit, I'll admit, but, like, he definitely feels like if we're recording then he has to sort of perform instead of just, like, doing it like a natural type thing. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, you know. Uh, it's just kind of difficult um, to get anywhere with it when we're not on the exact same page. But um, that was more of a whatever thing. It was kind of, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it as it goes. But um, really the big thing is because he's across the U.S., there's just that teeny hint of uh, of uh, latency where, 
when you kind of give that like social cue, like, hey, I'm going to start talking and I'm going to start talking over you, you know, you can kind of give a cue to be like, this is what I'm going to do. And then the other person can either respond or they can just ignore it. You know, you'll you'll hear that a lot. Like, uh, I hear that a lot personally on like Doug Loves Movies. You know, all the comedians on the stage, they're able to look at each other and this and that. And you can tell that they're given the cue and they're like, no, nah, man, I'm going to keep going. All right, now you can step in. But when you do it over Skype, it just makes you sound like a douchebag because you're given the cue, but like they can't really get it at the same time as you're giving it. And it's not like, you know, I'm holding up like a certain number of fingers or like I'm, you know, winking at them, you know, it's not like I'm giving them like some sort of physical cue like, yo, man, I want to step in here. You know, it's just a natural thing that people do in conversation. You either keep going or you you stop and let them talk for a second. Um, but uh, over Skype, same thing happened on Duncan's podcast with uh, there was this guy that um, I was going through the message boards after because I'm legit listening to this episode and I'm like, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> and then I go to the message boards and they're like, yeah, this happens basically any time that. Uh, they try to record over Skype because of that latency. And that the guy is like a really nice guy and this and that and how awesome he is. But just because he was being interviewed over Skype, there was no stopping him. He would just kind of talk over you and this and that. And how can you, what are you going to do? You know, it's just that Skype. You, you have to deal with the lag. But yeah. uh, So that's, that's always been my big difficulty is I've been wanting to get something started. And I have a lot of uh, people on Skype. But um, that, like, I could have, like, as frequent people. But uh, Skype just kind of fucks everything, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I can do some shit if you want. I know I don't talk much, but we should get, like, we should have one with Tom. That would be interesting. Do a podcast with Tom? (laughs) Yeah. I'm down. Or Tristan. He actually wanted to be on uh, a couple of dicks. I would love to have uh, to have Tristan do something with me. Because definitely, like, what what my main goal here is, like, I follow a podcast um, called The Complete Guide to Everything. Um, I don't listen to every episode, but, uh, well... I pretty much listen to every episode, but here and there I'll skip one or two depending on how good it is on the, you know, going into it. And they just pick a topic and go, you know. So today's topic was, because uh, today's Monday, today's topic was um, the Internet of Things. So it's, they basically just said, we're going to talk about, you know, like the refrigerators, the microwaves, the, you know, the Amazon Echo, basically objects that are not normally connected to the Internet but now are. Um, and that's just it. They just went with it. I want to do kind of something like that, but not as broad and not, uh, and, and more opinionated. Like I, I want to be a lot more opinionated about the whole thing. For example, uh, we could do like Stanley Kubrick and that's it. That's the topic. Yeah. So instead of just, let's talk about Stanley Kubrick. I'm going to go, I'm going to watch the movies, I'm going to take notes on the movies, I'm going to give ratings for the movies, and then I'm going to look up, you know, different pieces of trivia about him, his life, etc., etc., you know, get real content, 
as opposed to just like shooting the shit, making some jokes. Sure, that's inevitably going to happen. Yeah. But um, I, I want it to be a little more informed, um, and I want to actually have to put in some some legwork for it instead of just pick it up and go. Yeah. You know, that'd be a good one for Tristan. Stanley well, I would, Kubrick. I would love to have Tristan do like any number of episodes with him. You know. Uh, entire genres, he could just fucking knock it out of the park. Yeah. When I was talking to him about doing a couple of dicks, he was... He said he could meet up here. Like, he can get a ride down here whenever. Like, uh, I think he said the only day he couldn't was Saturday, so... You talking about, like, this week? I don't know. Uh, I can send him a message. I've been talking to him through Facebook. I know you don't have Facebook. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we can uh, we can try to pick a maybe Sunday. Um. Or I, I can do a night. I get out at three thirty. When? Or what during, time? I get out at three thirty during the week. So, All right. if a week would, weekday would work better. We can just pick a we can pick a day. That's pretty. That'll be pretty simple. We'll we'll get some content going. Be a good time. And then if you do move in, you can do this more often. Yeah. Not as loose as this was. Because the topic, like you said. Yeah, I've been uh that that's been on my mind. We'll figure it out. We'll see. See how it goes. Yeah. Alright. I think we could wrap this up. You gonna wrap it up? Alright. Who do we have sponsoring us? We got, uh, alright, we got Mimi's Omegas. These are, uh, triple strength with no fishy aftertaste for your Omega 3s. Alright. We got two per day life <laughs> extension capsules. I recommend them. Uh, I'm not. Act this isn't actually a joke. I'm totally serious. I I only recommend taking one a day, <laughs> it, even though the name of them is uh, two per day. Two per day. I recommend one a day. You know, with your multivitamins, you never know. Multivitamins are linked to earlier death by any cause. Death by any cause. So be careful with your multivitamins, folks. If you are taking a multivitamin that has iron in it. Stop taking that multivitamin, dump all of them into the toilet. There's no reason to be taking those iron fights to be absorbed, and it knocks out all the other vitamins. So you might as well just be taking an iron iron vitamin. You're not actually taking a multivitamin if it contains iron. Do you have anything to add to our uh, sponsors here? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, and uh, the, uh, we got Lucky You, Lucky you Cologne. It kind of, sort of smells good, I guess. I don't know. It was really cheap on Amazon, so I bought it. It's not bad. It's not the worst thing. It's got a four-leaf clover on it. They put something in the liquid to make it green. You don't really feel great looking at it, but, you know, it's pretty cheap, and it doesn't smell like total garbage. And you only have to put it on, like, ten times a day. Otherwise, the smell just goes away. But, uh, you know, as always, our sponsor, Irish Spring. The best sponsor and pomade, the second best sponsor. All right, I, th I think I think we're good to go. I think we're good to wrap this up. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs>